Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Suchere. Well, Al Franken has denied the latest allegation that he tried to forcibly kiss a woman. Uh, She uh, is a former Democratic congressional aide that uh, claims he tried to forcibly kiss her after taping of his radio show in 06. He denies that. The woman is not identified by name, said Franken pursued her after her boss had left and she was collecting her belongings. She says she ducked to avoid his lips and says Franken told her, it is my right as an entertainer. Franken says in a statement that the idea he'd claim such a thing as a right as an entertainer is preposterous. This allegation is categorically not true, and the idea that I would claim this as my right as an entertainer is preposterous. I look forward to uh, fully cooperating with the ongoing Ethics Committee investigation. We're now joined by Senator Franken from, from Washington. You have, you have yet to return to Minnesota. Is that correct, Senator? Uh, yeah. I'm um, I'm still out um, uh, out east. Do you think you'll ever come back here, or don't you have the nerve? Um, I'll I'll be I will come back uh, to Minnesota. I am a senator, and I vow um, to um, come back. I mean I I am I'm a humble you know St. Louis Park kid, mm-hmm. and I. Um, I vow, yeah. vow to come back, Senator. I I can't in more uh, ways than one to come back, Senator. I can't uh, keep up with the the stories that are breaking today. We're now up to twelve senators calling for you to resign after these allegations. Uh, yeah, I you know I am going to talk tomorrow, and I will have a, a press conference, mm-hmm. and I'm I will uh, you will learn a lot tomorrow. Are you going to resign? Um, we're, I, I rather not say at this point. Mm-hmm. What, what about this latest allegation, Senator? Uh, apparently you had a radio show at one time. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, I can be, uh, full disclosure, Air America was not, uh, uh, you know, like your show. Mm-hmm. Um, Air America was a little, uh, it wasn't really, nobody listened to it. It's kind of, um. You know, I had like um, you remember Catherine Lanford. I do. I know Catherine. Yeah, uh, very nice uh, person. Right. Uh, again, again, who I never, you know, embraced or, you know, I, I, I uh, in my defense, um, I'm not sure you have a defense. You, but... you know, at your radio uh, at Hubbard Broadcasting, right. um, where you work, there I'm sure a lot of women. There are right. I have never embraced or said anything to those women. Well, you've never been here. So there, I mean, I, if we're going to start somewhere, I'll start there. All right. You know, not everyone. Well, but apparently uh, this latest allegation uh, is by a former uh, Democratic congressional aide. Yeah, and I... I, I haven't finished, sir. Yeah, I haven't finished. I, I know. It's, it's tough. But I... I wasn't even, uh, uh, you know, it was... She was collecting her belongings. Yeah. She, what does that mean? Picking up her coat and her purse? Yeah, she was, um, like, her accessories and things, purse bags. 
things like that. And she said that uh, she said uh, that uh, she uh, uh, tried to avoid your lips. Yeah, I you know um, I, I was she was in a doorway according to her report. I I don't remember this, but I listen. And according to you, I I, I, I didn't. I, not according no, to me. No, I, I, but I let me just say this. I saw your um, Sunday uh, column, and I resent the fact that you uh, alfalfa or whatever that uh, kiss was, uh, well, lapping up water like a thirsty dog. Right, I, right. I, I that I um, you know I resent that. Uh, I'm that's too bad. I guess that. But you there know. are three forms of kisses, as you're aware. There's the prune, the peach, and the alfalfa. Yeah. And it sounds like your favorite uh, technique is the alfalfa. Listen, I am not going to comment on how, I don't know, kissing and things like this. Uh, and alfalfa is not a uh, a form that I would, um, you know, embrace the staff members. Uh-huh. You know, uh, I think... Um, Did you say to her... Senator, did you say to her that it's that it's your right as an entertainer to to pull out the alfalfa, so to speak? You know, I I don't think I could ever say that because uh, most of them don't consider me an entertainer anyway. So um, yeah. I had some you know good run with Stuart Smalley on the SNL, and uh, you know I had some bit parts. Uh, I'm sure uh, trading places when I was driving the. Uh, the bag. You're, not, you're not supposed to mention that movie. Uh, no, and it was. I, I remember the line is when I was saying to my late great friend, um, uh, Mr. Davis. I said, uh, "Maybe there's some pretzels in the bar car." That was my one line. Maybe there's some what? Uh, pretzels in the bar car. And then we went, and then the guy was in the gorilla suit, uh, and that was. Um, you're you're really leading us off track here, Senator. That was Clarence Beaks. And he, you know, he had all Senator, of the, Senator, the Duke's hired Senator, him. Senator, yeah. you're, you're, two you're, of the guys Senator. had switched places, and I, you know, I read for the role, and I got in, and they said, can you drive one of those track things Senator. by the, by the <laughs> Senator, Senator, you're, you're really leading us astray here. We're talking about serious sexual impropriety and, here. And, and, and a call for you to resign because you're not to be trusted is what apparently the, the public feedback would, would have us believe. I, and I, I tell you, I, I don't know about resigning. Um, You'll I, learn, we'll know tomorrow? Tomorrow uh, you're going to learn something. But remember, um, many um, um, Minnesotans right now right. are uh, quite vulnerable. Uh, we, what does that mean? We have. What, is, what do you uh, mean? Well, I, I, as I, as a senator of the state of Minnesota, I want to look out for all Minnesotans. I don't need you to look out for me personally. Well, if that, if I that mean, lightens I'm, your burden I'm at under, all, I'm under uh, oath right now. I've, uh-huh. they, they, I've sworn in. So I, until I, I'm uh, fired or, or kicked out or resign, mm-hmm. um, I don't think Minnesotans can handle losing uh, a second uh, iconic um, person. You know, we lost Mr. Keeler, and he, you know, what was that? Pardon? What was that? You use the word iconic. It doesn't mean anything anymore. It gets the foghorn. All right. Well, regardless, he is part. He who, is, who is now? Uh, who are you Keeler, talking about? And, and we Clarence lost, Beeks? Yeah, we know. Uh, Beeks is, uh, I think he went to Idaho with the other gorilla um, at the end, if you remember the story. Hopefully he got out. But uh, Keeler, uh, he 
Garrison uh, Keeler, a defender of yours. Uh, yeah, uh, he defended me, and I think I, you know, losing him, uh, Minnesotans are very upset. Mm-hmm. And I think if I come out and leave. Uh, all the Wellstonians, um, all the Democrats, um, will it will be a sad day. May I read you some names, Senator? Uh, yeah, remember. Kirsten Gillibrand, Maisie Hirono, Claire McCaskill, Maggie Hassan, Kamala Harris, Tammy Baldwin, Patty Murray, Bob Casey, Sherrod Brown, Joe Donnelly, Debbie Stabenow, and Heidi Heitkamp, all fellow Democratic senators. Yeah, they want you out. This is uh, the list that I am not happy about. Um, they have come out and said I uh, should outright resign, and I'm. How about you and Amy Klobuchar? Are you getting along now, or is she distancing uh, herself? Amy has been a, a friend for a long time. Have you ever groped her? Uh, no, right. no, and I, 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 you know, I, I just say uh, no, you know. And I, you, you will learn more uh, tomorrow, and um, we're, we're going to all, you know. I, as I said, I remember. I, I, let me allow me for just a minute here uh, to tell you one more thing, because. I remember a quote that... Uh, is this applicable to... Uh, yeah, yeah, this, this is to life in general. Uh-huh. Um, I remember uh, Don Amici was um, one of the Randolph and Mortimer Duke guys in, in the show. You're not going and back. And they were rich, and he looked at me, and we were, you know, he had... Uh, we were talking about being entertainers. And was this off this cam? Was this uh, this was off the set? Yeah, this uh-huh. is how we were getting ready, and I would have the craft foods and uh-huh. making a cheese sandwich. And he looked at me and said, "Yo, Al, um, loose lips sink ships." And I, I didn't know how to do that, to know what to do. And as I went on in my career. I would always say to people, and maybe that's where there's a confusion. Right. Uh, hey, um, loose lips sink ships. Yeah, I was never even in the Navy. I went to, uh, you know, uh, where'd I go? Harvard. Uh, Breck? No, you went to Blake. Blake, yeah, but I wanted to be one, I forget. Um, and they, uh, you know, it was, this was a hard go, and so we're going to find out how. Um, everything. How loose were your how 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 loose were your lips? In other Uh, words, and people like you are not helping out by saying I don't intend uh, to. Thirsty dog. Well, you look. That's that's what. That's the image it conjures up, sir. When you go alfalfa on a woman who. I I am a sitting senator, and uh, you know this is. Uh, Keeler now, uh, maybe me, I don't know how uh, It's to... not maybe, it's a growing list of accusers. You know, if I, this gets any worse, if I'm going to laugh about it, I'm going to have to go back to Air America. You know, Lanfer and Franken at, uh, you know, in the afternoons. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, Buster, uh... thank you for calling us, and uh, I'm not sure we accomplished anything, but again, you're you're you know, assuring us that we'll learn tomorrow. Yeah, you're going to learn something tomorrow. And I still am a senator, uh, even right now, uh, working for uh, hardworking Minnesotans and trying to get things done and uh, accomplish things. Are you but, fighting for people? Yeah, uh, fighting for the little guy. Yeah, I'm sure. And the little gal too. Right. So um, anyway, if you ever uh, you know need me to fill in, I don't. When uh, I'm done, no. I can come in no. uh, and talk to you about it. No, you're 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 good. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, uh, this wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. I avoided you for uh, how many years, yeah. especially at the fair. Right.
And yeah. uh, well, good uh, luck to you. Is that, is that it? That's it. Uh, uh, yeah, thanks, Joe. I appreciate all your support. Uh-huh. Thank you. Yeah. You don't okay. have my support. Yeah, well, I'm you don't have my support. Yeah, I think I do as a Minnesotan. No, 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 you don't. You uh, don't, but you you may think you do. All right, I'm sitting senator. Okay. All right, all right, yeah, sitting senator. Yeah. All right. I can't believe that, uh, given all his strife, Franken had the. Uh, Apparently, the time and the attitude to talk about that ridiculous movie he was in, Trading Places. And you let him do it. Well, it's you who are not allowed to to do it. That's true. Uh, Gary from Anoka. Um, yes, hello, Joe. This is Gary from Anoka. I'd, uh, I'd like to distance myself from the prior caller. You're doing somebody, but I don't know who you're doing. Not sure who it is. I'm my voice so as to not to be recognized. But um, I'd say Garrison um, Keeler and Al Franken were very two distant uh, parties. What? Two distant parties. I don't think they share any type of commonality. Who, uh, who is this? A girl from Anoka. I've, uh, I've put a towel over the phone so you don't recognize my voice. Oh. I'm in disguise, Tinkerbell. You sound like you're... So I can <clears throat> disguise my voice. Do you recognize my voice? <laughs> no. Okay, then I'm doing a good job. <laughs> and it's hands down a clean cut. Clean cut. Uh-huh. That might be all for uh, today. <laughs> But I, I, I'm Reavers. Just a minute, sir. Uh, Gary from Anoka, could I put you on hold for a minute? Uh, quite right, Reeves. Reavers. Yeah. yeah. Who did you take the call from? Well, it was Gary from Anoka. He said, "Gary from Anoka." Yeah, random caller, Gary from Anoka. But the voice is—it uh, almost sounds like. Uh, uh, a guy tried to do a Nixon impression. Oh, maybe. Okay, so maybe. Well, he's disguising his voice. He yeah, says, I'll put huh? him back. Is he wearing that uh, gorilla is this, mask? Is this him on line two? No, no. I, I, th- I think you hung up on him. Oh, which might be might be uh, best. Well, <laughs> I'd like head. to get him back. I, okay, I, uh, I'll see if we can. Look, Gary, call us back. Call us back, Gary. Come on, Gary. Well, who's on line two? That's a caller. Yeah, that's another. Uh, probably Jerry from Roll another. Roll the guy. dice. Yeah. Down here, is it? <laughs> Rolling dice. All right. I, I hope he calls back. I Well, if he's, li- he's there's, obviously there's, listening, there's so he's going to call there's back. There's nobody on the line now. You having trouble? What line am I supposed to take? It's the caller there. What? No, this isn't him, but... <laughs> to whom am I speaking? Okay, Gary uh, from Anoka, you're back. Yeah, I think you are. Pardon me. Apparently, Gary, there's another caller on the line joining you. I bid you hello. Right. Uh, We just wish that you'd call us back because we're just attempting to discover 
you you sound like you're attempting to sound like someone, and we don't know who. I'm not quite sure how to respond to that, but I can change my voice. I can go hi. This is Gary. Oh, this is Gary from Andover. Oh, I'm in the NoCo. Okay. Hello. What the hell? This is, uh, hey, 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 how are you today? Norm. What the hell is going on? I don't know. We had Franken call, and then somebody named Gary called. This time, I'm I'm at a payphone in New York. Yes. And uh, this uh, this strange, strange tall man with the thick eyebrows. Right. uh, He's wearing a ski mask. I'm not sure why. That could be Keeler. Okay, quite. I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not sure, but you know what? Uh, 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 Mr. Keeler has been good for St. Paul over many, many years now. Yeah. And now, uh, uh, now, he's, now he's not. The show is no longer, so this is. Uh, it looks like he's all done. Right. How are you, Joe? Good, and uh, good to hear is from you, a, Norm. Is there an opening? Is there a Senate opening? Is there a seat open? May I uh, sit at the table? Well, there's going to be a Senate seat open, I'm imagining. Uh, I think we will find out tomorrow. Well, I doubt if Dayton would appoint you. Uh, well, you, you uh, don't count me out. I won't. Uh, Joe, it's great to talk to you, and I uh, thanks, Norm. I, I don't know how you. Thumb. I don't know how you got in it's there. Very but... good for St. Paul. That's right. Yes. Thank Ciao. you. Thank you. Thank you. What a weird broadcast day. This is really weird. Garage Logic will be back in just a moment. We'll find now, out what voice Bruce Vale's using. We hope we're back. Now, thanks yeah. to our good friends in Owatonna, Minnesota, at Federated Insurance, where it's their business to protect your business. Here's a Bruce Vale from the Wall Street Journal and your money now. I have the people from the Peabody Awards on the other line. Yes. They'd, they'd like a transcript of the show if yeah, they could have one. Get it to them. Yeah, I don't think they do. Yeah. I thought the guy was doing Garrison Keeler, but I see you just mentioned that, so maybe no, he called we have earlier. No idea yeah, we have no way of doing. knowing. Yeah, and I don't believe Norm was in a phone booth in no, New York. No. You can't find those anywhere now. No. <laughs> Is this Grazing in the Grass by Hugh Masekela? This is the vocal version, I believe, by the Friends of Distinction, right, Rob? Uh-huh. Oh, oh, yes, John. You had the instrumental. Why are we playing this? He was singing it in the hallway, and then he must have found it in the machine, I guess. Yes. Is that what happened? It, exactly, how, exactly how it laid down. Now, there were two cuts in there, though. So... I wonder if they're both the same. Let's see what this one says. Just the chorus. Can you dig it? Hey, man, can you dig it, man? (laughs) I chastised Rick last hour, Joe, Mm -hmm. because his only reference to Herbie Hancock is Rocket. None of his jazz background at all. No. Yeah, Yeah, you did really. You really did chastise you. Made me very sad. That shouldn't surprise you. It's cloudy and 20 degrees. Kings beat the Wild 5-2 to two last night. Marion Gabbard. Marianne got two. Uh-huh. Now got 400 in the league. Yep. Up next for the Wild, they stay on the West Coast for a Friday night game against Anaheim. I have a piping hot hockey take. All right. It's tough to win when you can't score. That's right. You have to score wow. a goal. Mm-hmm. Very good. Without <laughs> the you. shot. Thank you. Thank you. You'll expound on the ride? No. Nah. That's, okay. 
That's probably it. Timberwolves in action tonight. They're on the West Coast playing the L.A. Clippers. Former ESPN broadcaster Brent Musburger causing uh, some controversy on Twitter. Because he's an idiot. He took to the Internet uh, defending the violence of the NFL after a week of games with multiple scary injuries and suspensions for illegal hits. Uh, Musburger tweeting, yo, snowflakes, quit preaching. The violent world of Sam Huff sold NFL football to the masses. The Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders gave us a little sex with our violence. Deal with it. I just he's I, de- defending what the Monday night game. Uh, I'm assuming just the violence in general. Well, you can't defend violence. But what he's saying is that we're not strong enough to handle the violence, which is just so stupid. I am. I just turn it off. I don't want to watch it. I hate it. So there. Enough said, huh? <laughs> yeah. News notes from today. The water main that broke Sunday morning in Oakdale and forced the closure of part of 694 has been replaced and only one resident remains without water. How'd you like to be that way? An army of one, huh? Yeah. Is this their drinking water? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That's probably everything. Drinking, everything. A lengthwise crack in the 12-inch pipe resulted in a leak of more than one and a half million gallons of water and created a massive washout. Uh, that could keep 694 closed through the weekend between Minnesota 36 and Interstate 94. City repairs are on track to be completed by Friday, according to a city spokeswoman. The water main was installed in 1964, but age not to believe uh, not believed to be a factor in the break. Age was not believed to not be a factor? Believed. Okay. Nope. The nation's biggest health insurer is spending nearly $5 billion to buy hundreds of clinics just three days after rival Aetna announced a bigger tie-up with CVS Health Corporation. United Health Group said today it'll buy DaVita Medical Group in a deal that extends the reach of its Optum Healthcare Services businesses to several more states. Health insurers and other entities have been pushing deeper into managing or providing patient care in order to cut costs and improve quality, especially for people with chronic conditions. President Trump warning today that a government shutdown possible this weekend because Democrats were demanding, in his words, to have illegal immigrants pouring into our country. Trump's comments came despite a White House meeting with congressional leaders of both parties planned for tomorrow that is aimed at averting a shutdown and sorting through year-end disputes over the budget, immigration, and other issues. With money for federal agencies running out at midnight Friday, Republican leaders plan to push a bill through Congress this week, financing the government through December 22nd, That would give bargainers time to work through the disagreements, but they'll need Democratic votes to succeed. Democrats have been using their leverage to try and insist on spending boosts for health care, infrastructure, and other domestic programs that would match increases Republicans want for defense. A new wildfire closing parts of Interstate uh, 405 Wednesday morning this morning near Los Angeles' posh Bel Air area. Also prompted evacuations, one in a series of blazes that have scorched more than 83,000 acres burned scores of buildings and forced tens of thousands of people to flee over the past three days. Police shut down 405, one of the nation's busiest freeways in both directions, for nine miles after flames swept down the foothills toward the highway near Sepulveda Pass and the Getty Center Arts Complex as motorists drove by before dawn. That's a hell of a -a make-a-move. Yeah. (laughs) UCLA, a few miles south of the fire, said it thought the campus was safe, but they canceled afternoon and evening classes, citing difficult traffic conditions. Also canceled its men's basketball game against Montana. A lawyer who spent six months on the run after pleading guilty to a $500 million Social Security fraud scheme is back in Kentucky after he was caught at a pizza hut in Honduras. Eric Kahn was handed <laughs> over to the FBI. He just had to go in, huh? Wow. <laughs> just had to go in. In to... Honduras? Right. Yeah. Yep. 
Well, you got to try out the local establishments in another country to Matt, see if they match. Matt, it's a pizza hut. <laughs> I'm not sure it was a so local. So it's Italian. Yeah. <laughs> you always want to try Italian in Honduras, you know? Mm. What are, they, are they tweaking it, or what do they got? Eric Kahn was handed over to the FBI after his capture by a SWAT team as he left the pizza hut in the coastal city of La Ciba. Spokesman Jorge Galindo of the country's Technical Agency of Criminal Investigation said they left Honduras on a private plane and he arrived in Lexington, Kentucky late yesterday. Khan speaks multiple languages. He had crossed the border 140 times over 10 years, had told at least six people he would flee the country rather than go to jail for his crimes. Yet a federal judge released Khan on $1.25 million bail, allowed him to remain free even after he pleaded guilty in March to stealing from the federal government and bribing a judge to fix Social Security fraud cases. He fled on June 2nd, cut off his electronic ankle monitor, put it inside a metallic pouch designed to suppress electronic signals. While nearly a dozen law enforcement agencies looked for him, he was sentenced in absentia to a 12-year prison term, the maximum possible. Now 57 years old, according to his FBI wanted poster, Khan faces many more years in prison if convicted of charges relating to that. Escape. Describe for our listeners, Joe, the uh, the Honduras SWAT team as they pull in <laughs> to the Pizza Hut and are trying to be very stealth. First, the vehicle. The vehicle. What does the Honduras A SWAT bad team? Toyota pickup truck. Yep. It's open. Yep. It's completely open. Yeah, and they're in the back. There's about 10 guys riding in the pickup bed. <laughs> and then they got, they have the... Uh, the bullets in the sh- uh, like uh, the, 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 the strap over Rambo the style, yeah, yeah. Rambo crisscrossed, style. crisscrossed, <laughs> one going down one side, and then the other, and some of them have helmets, some of them don't. <laughs> yes. Some of them got like leftover helmets right. from World War II. One guy's or... got a football helmet on. <laughs> Says what? Riddell on the front right. of it. Well, I got a helmet. I got a good I one. I got a beauty. What's on top? What's what's fixated on top of the Toyota cab? <laughs> a ba- a tattered canvas uh, sun top. <laughs> but they got the um. The headlights, the you know the the spotlights, yeah, yeah. and there's just beat the like one's popped out, yeah, one's bent. SWAT, <laughs> SWAT. Officials say a 709 carat diamond found in Sierra Leone has been sold for more. Or Sierra Leone, I guess that would be, yes. has been sold for more than six and a half million dollars. A diamond said to be the 14th largest ever discovered, according to the Rappaport Group, which auctioned the stone in New York on behalf of Sierra Leone's government. The BBC reports Lawrence Graff, chairman of Graff Diamonds, won the precious stone at auction. At an earlier auction, the country's government rejected a bid of $7.8 million. According to the Rappaport Group, Graff usually doesn't buy anything that's not a D or E color diamond, but he paid more money for this because he thinks this diamond is a special one. The company says 59% of the money will go to the government of the West African nation. 26% will benefit the diggers who found the diamond. Its discovery in March caused a sensation. The Rappaport Group has dubbed the stone the Peace Diamond. Says its sale will provide vital life-saving infrastructure to the area where the diamond was found. According to the BBC, the government is expected to use the money to introduce a fresh supply of water, electricity, and medical care and roads in the village of Coriardu. Hmm. Across the globe, nearly 17 million babies under the age of one live in areas where air pollution is at least six times higher than international limits causing them to breathe dangerously toxic air. That according to a new report from UNICEF. The UNICEF Executive Director Anthony Lake said in a statement, not only do pollutants harm babies' developing lungs, they can permanently damage their brains and thus their futures. The brains of developing children are vulnerable because they can be harmed by smaller doses of toxic chemicals compared to adults' brains, according to the report. 
Babies are also more susceptible to the effects of air pollution because they breathe more rapidly and their immune defenses are not fully developed. Damage to early brain development can result, according to the report, in lifelong setbacks. John, that's uh, that's not good. That's not a good no. report. Let's have uh, Dave Dahl. Yep. Thank you, Joe. We have uh, snow showers out there still, and they're limiting visibilities at times down to less than four miles. So a couple little bursts of uh, light snow showers moving through the southern part of the state. That'll probably affect us until after about 10 or 11 p.m. tonight, and then that'll be over. Not expecting a lot of accumulation. This is very dry, kind of fluffy snowfall. Uh, maybe get a little bit of a coating. Overnight low down to 7 above. Wind chill still at 0 to 5 below 0. Uh, throughout the night tonight, northwest winds at around 10 to 15. Tomorrow, partly cloudy and cold, 20 for the high, 25 on Friday. And with that slightly warmer air, there's going to be a little band of light snow that develops Friday afternoon through Friday evening. Partly cloudy skies, still cold on Saturday, 23. But it does warm up to 30 on Sunday with some light snow developing in the afternoon again. That light snow will continue into early Monday as a cold front moves through. Uh, the front will start to drop temps by early morning. We'll be down to 26, and then 18 for the high on Tuesday. The overnight low Tuesday night down to 2 above with 22 again on Wednesday. Some more light snow and flurries. We're in a pattern, Joe, that kind of favors these Alberta Clipper-type systems. It'll move through quickly, not produce a lot of snow, but keep that uh, light coating of snow around. Right now it's 20, and I have the records for the day. December 6. 63 on this date. 63. In 1939. 1939. 19 below zero. 19 below. I remember this. 1972. 1972. The early 70s were very cold. Yeah, they were. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thanks, Joe. Never mind. Never mind. I got her. Oh, I got her. Timing is everything. Really? Joe? You're one of the greatest, you're one of the funniest guys I've ever met in my life. Thank you. What's the secret Timing. of your success? Yeah, it's Thank an old joke. Isn't I got it? it. Yeah. There's a donut shop in Portland, Maine called the Holy Donut. Yep. Uh, which I don't think has anything to do with theology. It's just get it. There's a hole in okay, a donut. Sure, yeah. So it's like the Holy. H O L E. That's right. <laughs> There's a donut shop. Timing. In... There's a donut shop yep. in Portland, Maine, called the Holy Donut, and uh, they've drawn a backlash now for a promotion they've had that intends to provide gifts, including uh, winter clothes, to children in need. They're facing a backlash. How? The donut shop announced its plan on Facebook. Users did not take kindly to the fact that the Holy Donut partnered with the Salvation Army to find a few children in need. Commenters on Facebook took issue with the partnership, alleging that the Salvation Army has a history of discriminating against the LGBTQRRMNNIIPPQRMNLZ community. STOP. The Salvation Army has denied that it discriminates against anybody for any reason. They proselytize to the people in their programs. They reject LGBTQRR people from their shelters. They have tried to scrub their image, but it's still just but still discriminate, one commenter wrote on the Holy Donuts page. Uh, people are going to boycott the Holy Donut because of your choices. Do you oh, see what man. we're getting at? You're supporting an establishment that doesn't support your customers, so your customers will stop supporting you, another commenter said. Okay. 
The Salvation Army, this is, this is news to me. The Salvation Army has often come under fire from the LGBTQQIIAMNOPQRZ community. You don't let people ring bells in the red kettle? Uh, In 2012, a Burlington, Vermont woman said she was fired by the Salvation Army for being bisexual. Uh, I wonder how the Salvation Army would have known that. Right, you can't put that on an application. What's your orientation? The Salvation Army has a page on its website that addresses the rumors that it has an anti-LGBT agenda. We need your help in ending these rumors, the Post says. They can persuade people not to give, which in turn diminishes our resources and our ability to serve people in crisis. Please share what you know about the Salvation Army, that we serve anywhere where there is need without discrimination. Uh, Online commenters seem unmoved. Uh, Boy, they're foul people, aren't they? All this donor shop wanted to do was help some families out. And these words I can't say. Again? It's like the two... Uh, Bakery, yes. Just like the two guys in uh, Denver that fouled up the baker's life. I'm sure that most LBGTPP people are um, pro-children. I would hope Pro-children so. and doesn't want a child to uh, not have a cot to sleep on or a bed or some clothes. And the Salvation Army, uh, you know, they've come under fire, I think, for some I don't know uh, top-heavy top I, administration. I don't, I don't know. They still do a good job. Yeah. Online commenters seem unmoved. The Holy Donut has received multiple one- and two-star reviews in the past few days on Facebook as people vent their displeasure about the charity drive. Where is your... where? See, you want you want respect and you want compassion and understanding, but you're not willing to give it to other people. Right. It's just pathetic. It has to go it's both pathetic. ways. It's pathetic. So to speak. Well, a lot of them do. There. <laughs> on Tuesday... The Holy Donut posted for a second time about the controversy. If the comments on that post get too negative, the donut shop warned it might delete the post. Comments on on that post have been overwhelmingly positive. This is from the uh, the Press Herald in uh, Portland, Maine. Got it. Isn't that isn't that a shame? It's a it's a true it's a very big time shame. It's just it's uh, depressing. But I have to um, mention a traffic incident here. Mm-hmm. 694 westbound at Century Avenue, there is a semi, I don't know if it fishtailed, but the, the part of the trailer is in the ditch and on the shoulder, and then the, uh, the cab is still, it's a skew, mm-hmm. and that's westbound 694 right at, uh, right at McKnight or Century, Century. Yeah. Uh, yes, Director of Social Media. Uh, Patrick just came in here, passed along a note, a sad note to report. Former WCCO anchor Ralph John Fritz has passed away. Oh, really? So, Patrick, I'm sure we'll have much more on this. Ralph, after, he's too young. After 3 o'clock. What was he battling? Uh, I, Some dreadful cancer, I would imagine. I think, if I, I remember that correctly, yeah, but I thought he had a comeback. Because Pat wrote about him, I remember, a, a while back. I remember him writing a column. Oh. Um, off the air? And and aside is when you can really tell what a person's really like. Yeah, probably one of the nicest guys oh, good guy. uh, yeah. I've ever great, worked with in this business. Guy. Small yeah. town Minnesota guy, sleepy eye. If I'm not mis- if I'm not mistaken, eye? if I'm not mistaken, right. and I could be, you I could, could very well. Well, be. that's why we verify. Yeah. Well, on that note, I was going to bring up a horrible holiday uh, decoration in New Orleans. Oh. Okay. It's along the lines, though. It's Rudolph, and Richard Royce used to shoot a deer, paint the nose red, drive through the neighborhoods, and tell the kids he was sorry that he shot Rudolph. Uh, Here's a guy in New Orleans who has a deer uh, all trussed up, hanging over a spit, and it's Rudolph. 
That's his Christmas decoration. That's really tough. You know why? That's a little. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. Stomach cancer. First. Was it for Ralph Chan? Yeah. Yeah. How old? Uh, You're reading something. It should say how old. This was in 2015. He's fighting stomach cancer, but it does not say. So this was a, they haven't even filed a report that he has Mm -hmm. has died. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, people walking by cover their children's eyes. Poor Rudolph. Leave Rudolph alone. We need the way. We need him to light the way for Santa's sleigh. <laughs> the home is located on Royal Street, not far from Marky's Bar. Ah, Marky's? In case, you're, in case you're down there, you know, it's right near Marky's Bar. Right. Marky's Guy's got bar. a deer all trussed up, hanging upside down over an open flame. Yeah, you know. Uh, okay, That's a it's, theme problem. It's creative. There's creativity, but it's 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 misguided creativity. Yeah. Well, what are you gonna do? Have you watched Rudolph yet this year? No, I haven't. With all the urchins running oh, around yeah. your house? Oh, yeah. No, I have not. The center is not holding. Uh-huh. Commencing garage logic segment number ten: the nuts and bolts of life. Well, I saw fireworks from the freeway, and behind closed eyes, I could not make the move because you were born on the fourth of July. You know, he did his live spot, and then... Uh, Is he not in there? He just bails, and if he does that, he'll his timing will be off. See, so because he sure. thinks he still has four minutes right, right. when he leaves after he does a live ad, but in essence, he's already done the 60-second spot. So he's only got three minutes left. And he's still walking around out there. So this is going to be the fun part. Look, when he, when he panics yeah, look at and when he runs back. He doesn't realize he's no, five he's feet going behind back me. To. Now he's so, going to go find Pat. We will wrap up this uh, portion of Garage Logic and uh, a little preview for Sports Talk. A lot to talk about. So stick around. 1500 ESPN is KSTP, St. Paul, Minneapolis. Sports Talk, weekday version with Sue Shireen Royce. Coming up next, it is... No, 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 19.